Welcome to the Daily Boogie. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Whoever you are, whatever you are, wherever you are, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. going to be one of those, it's going to be one of those nights, it's going to be one of those nights, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us, tonight's recommended drink, an imported cheap can of German beer, tonight's recommended snack, a pretzel, just to mix it up. Wednesday night edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you once again. I am Boogie Bumpy, your host. Hopefully for the next couple of hours or so, we'll see how we go. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for sharing the show out. If you did, if you didn't, there's plenty of time. You could still do it. Don't miss out. Don't miss out on the pleasure, on the endorphins that will be released when you hit that little share button. I'm talking about the crooked arrow on your DLive feed. I hope you had a lovely night. I certainly did. Uh, thank you to everyone who joined us last night, by the way. I'm, so, I'm sorry again that I was late. We're on time today. Does that count? Am I making up for it? Am I doing the right thing now? <laughs> thank you to everyone who joined us last night. Tremendous response to last night's program. Thank you for the Diamond Gypsy. Where did you steal the Diamond Gypsy? SoCal Patriot joins us from California. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> Interestingly enough, that's where we're going first tonight. Uh, tonight's going to be one of those shows. Tremendous response yesterday to our artistic analysis, our rhetorical analysis of what is potentially one of the greatest rants ever seen on the internet. Everyone had a good time. Everyone learned something. <laughs> it was good fun. So thank you for those. Thank you to those who uh, downloaded and watched and, and joined us last night. Uh, you were not late last night. You were just running on Jamaica. T- yeah, I was on Island Time, man. Wicked, wicked island time. Tonight's going to be one of those nights. Um, look, I'm I'm completely and I know I know I'm completely aware of the coronavirus fatigue, man. Because I'm feeling it too. I'm feeling it too. But but the the thing that's happening is, uh, it's like minute to minute, hour hour to hour, and minute to minute. Shit is changing. Shit is accelerating. And no, I'm not talking about, oh, we've discovered another 500 people who have the sniffles. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about um, why are you not a booger anymore, SoCal Patriot? Because you have to be a subscriber. You have to hit that subscribe button, man. You've got to be a sub. I think a sub, a subscription lasts a month and then it, it disappears. It goes away. That's how they drag you in, you see. <laughs> So if you want to be a booger again, you have to sub again. It's just too much, yeah. And I'm like, I, I get the fatigue and stuff. We're getting bombarded. And I don't know if it's 
Yeah, the Ring alarm the worked. Bell get your cheese, man. Thank you for the sub, JJ Stoner. Thank you for the gifted sub. Um, I get the fatigue. We're getting bombarded constantly. And you could say it's, I mean, you know, let's be honest here. You can say it's like a panic, a crisis. Therefore, like all of the news, it's all going to be clickbait because everybody is in a marketplace in media and they're all fighting for your eyeballs, right? All of them. They're all fighting for a finite resource that is the attention of the population. You've also got mixed in the fact that all of the other things that distract us normally from the news are not in operation, right? The sport's not going. uh, There's no supermarkets open. So where there would be in a newsreel, say, an article about, uh, you know, people overcharged, some, some kind of incident in some kind of factory somewhere, some kind of news about something happening like on an airline or something, that's not taking place, right? Because none of it's operating. All of the sports news is evaporated because none of the sports are, are happening. So you've also got to throw that into the mix. And then I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, God, I'm just so sick of this. I'm so sick of this virus shit. I'm so sick of this virus news. And then I'm thinking, well, what if that's the point? Thank you for the diamond SoCal Patriot. Thanking JJ Rocks for the sub. He's a very generous man, JJ Stoner. Follow JJ Stoner, by the way. Midget Wednesday today. If you missed it, you can always go back and check out the replay. I think it'll be on BitChute later on. Uh, DLive.tv slash JJ Stoner. Always a good time, especially Midget Wednesday. So I'm thinking about, okay, so since I'm feeling this, you know, media fatigue about coronavirus, I want, what if that's the point? What if we're supposed to have media fatigue about coronavirus? Because what happens when you have media fatigue? What happens when you get bombarded on a particular topic long enough? Right? You stop paying attention. You stop caring. It's like hearing the same song over and over and over again on the radio. You might like the song to begin with. Eventually, you're going to fucking hate the song. And when a song comes on the radio for the 500th time in a week, you're going to turn the radio off. And you're going to say, I'm fucking sick. I can't listen to this shit anymore. And you're going to look the other way. So, yeah, exactly. You quit watching. What if that's the point? <laughs> I'm, I'm in one of those moods. And trust me, I've got fun stuff tonight that I really want to get to. And we will get to it. Don't Don't panic. I do want to investigate this woman who lives as a baby and <laughs> crawls around on the floor and does live streams in a diaper while she poops on camera. I have to show you this. Your life is not because it's not it can't all be it can't all be stick, right? There's going to have to be some carrot along the way. I'm a human being, goddammit. <laughs> I can't live in this perpetual spiral of shit and negativity all the time. Comment down below if that's true. There has to be some positive, some positive uh, stimulus in our lives. So I, I will get to that. I will get to the guy who abandoned real women three years ago and now lives with 12 sex dolls. This is this man's life. He invited us into his life. He wanted the cameras in there. He invited the cameras in to tell us about his life. It is our duty to learn something from this man. So we will get to that. But before I do, I have to, if 
I wouldn't be I wouldn't be you know staying true to myself and I wouldn't be staying true to you if I didn't give you something that makes you want to commit suicide first I'm sorry I'm afraid we have to go there so let me start here do you remember the story okay let's wind the clock back so about three weeks ago a month ago we were playing the clips of the drones in China right the drones being operated by the police in China flying around chasing people on the street telling them to go home it was truly a dystopian nightmare kind of scenario and of course our favorite line it can't happen here people say it won't happen here we got we got rights you know we've got rights that's the uh, that kind of thing only happens in uh, communist china that's what they do over there it doesn't happen over here And then last week we played the clips from Italy and Spain of the exact same thing taking place. Drones flying around, chasing people home. Get the hell off the street. This is the authorities. This is the police. Please return to your home immediately. That's that's Europe. That's Italy. That's Spain. They're they're totally different over there. Totally different culture. That That won't happen here. That won't happen here. And then I read you the article about how the drone lobby, ladies and gentlemen, was planning to use the coronavirus crisis, the lockdown, to lobby Washington, to lobby the government, to lobby the White House, to relax certain laws that govern drone operations, one of which is removing the ban of people flying drones over your house. Because remember the excuse that they gave? So we can use the drones to drop off medicine. <laughs> because you see, those very those benevolent drone operators, ladies and gentlemen, they have these tools at their disposal and people need medicine and people aren't allowed to leave their homes. Why don't we just fly the medicine in and drop them in a backyard? <laughs> oh, love, yay, yay, yay. Good morning, starshine. The earth says hello. Yay. <laughs> the fucking wonderful, the fantastical drone operators are going to save us. Save me, Mr. Drone Man. Yeah. <laughs> so, I bring to you, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to do this. It is time for everyone's new favorite game show ladies and gentlemen let's do this yeah. live on d live with your host boogie bumper communist china come on down come on communist china north korea come on down Oh, squeeze on through there, North Korea. Come on, you can do it. On your way. Italy, come on down. Spain, come on down. And California, come on down. You're the next contestants on It Can't Happen Here. Sorry, I know it's hacky. I don't care. I, I, we, I have to laugh at this point. There is no, there is literally no other option. 
On the next edition of It Can't Happen Here, ladies and gentlemen, I give you California. California police consider new uses for drones during coronavirus pandemic, but we haven't even started using them to deliver medicine yet. What else? What other uses could there possibly be? I don't know. I'm at a loss. <laughs> a police department in Southern California. Oh, oh, I see. The police. Why, the police would surely be able to come up with some kind of effective use for drones, which would only ever be benevolent and would never, ever, ever infringe on any kind of privacy or personal liberty or anything like that. It would never be unconstitutional. A police department in Southern California is looking into different ways its drones can help. Help, we're helping you. During the coronavirus pandemic, this was sent to us by uh, Amberlina. I don't think it's joined us yet. Because, see, because I keep going at different times now. All of the regs are like, ah, fuck this guy. I don't know when he's going to be on. I'll just watch the replay. Fuck him. He fucks us around too much. (laughs) And that's understandable. I understand completely. The Chula Vista, Chula Vista Police Department, ladies and gentlemen, recently doubled its fleet with the purchase of two machines. Wait, so they had zero? Oh, no, they had two. They bought another two. <laughs> Lou Frigno in the chat. Thanks for joining us, Mr. Hulk. Liberty. <laughs> you thought you had liberty? You dumb son of a bitch. What the hell is wrong with you? The police department told the Financial Times that they would be outfitted with cameras... Listen, listen to this stuff. We have not traditionally mounted speakers to our drones, but if we need to cover a large area to get an announcement out, or or if there were a crowd somewhere that we needed to disperse, we could do it without getting police involved. <laughs> Just like that. Just like that. It can't happen here, they said. We have rights, they said. This is only the kind of thing that takes place in communist China, they said. It'll only happen in Italy and Spain. It'll never happen here. We've got a constitution. Woo-hoo. It's fucking unbelievable. Nope, and nobody cares. That's the other thing, too. How many of us are in here now? Like 20 people? <laughs> it was like 20 of us who give a fuck. And half of you don't give a fuck. Half of you are only here for the adult woman who wears a diaper and poops on live streams. I get it, man. I'm not criticizing you. <laughs> I completely understand. You see, this is this is the black pill that you have to take. Nobody cares. Nobody's coming to save you. Donald Trump isn't going to save you from this shit. If you think electing one guy in one election is going to like unwind all of this cancerous totalitarian thought that runs deep 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 in all levels of government you're kidding yourself i don't even know what to say to you at this point except come on down horrifying stuff as 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 always ladies and gentlemen everything we refer to tonight's will be in the show notes liberty it's a school right yeah (laughs) it's a school the Liberty School, the Liberty University, the best and brightest. Uh, everything we refer to tonight will be in the show notes, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget, if you'd like to become a supporter of the show, then please head over to patreon.com slash bumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you'd like to tell me that you cannot take the black pill and that uh, Donald Trump is going to save you, he's going to save the world, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at Bumper. 
Here's a happy little number for you from Down Under. It's time to catch up with what's happening down here in Australia. Good evening. Many more businesses are going to be forced to shut their doors in just over 24 oh, good, hours' good, time good, good. following new emergency rules handed emergency down by rules. the Prime Minister tonight. Mm. It follows a meeting of the National Cabinet in Canberra. That's where Mark Riley is for us this evening. Mark, plenty of change yet again. Yeah. Quite a bit of change, Mark, of the extent... <laughs> see, see, the first set of rules were only announced, I don't know, 36 hours before the next set of rules... The only thing that's expanding quicker, this is going to be a hot take. You can take this one liner and take it take it and use it as at, at your will, at your pleasure. The only thing that's expanding quicker than the coronavirus is government power. Huh? Huh? Uh. <laughs> You'll own some libtards with that one. Yeah, it's everything's great. Everything's going well. Everything's fantastic. Intensive changes to that list of uh, businesses where there will be restrictions and bans effective, effectively, which will mean that more businesses will need to close and those lines good, outside good. of Centrelink will grow. Yep. Uh, bans on mm -hmm. international travel, on home auctions home and auctions. also open houses, food courts in uh, shop. No, no, open. You see, you can't sell your house now. <laughs> You're stuck with it. <laughs> So you can't afford the mortgage payment because you've lost your job and now you can't sell the place. <laughs> what, am I just a squatter in my own home now? What the hell is going on? Shopping centres will be closed. Uh, markets indoor and outdoor, although there'll be state changes on those, uh, state uh, mm -hmm. restrictions on those mm -hmm. that may allow some to, to be open. Oh, Beauty parlours, arcades and indoor and outdoor play centres. The rub and tugs are also shut now. What a fucking tragedy. Will all be closed from midnight tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, this will make a, a, a much more uh, restrictions on people's <laughs> lives outside. Look at this. <laughs> Weddings. There is a five-person limit at your wedding now. <laughs> I can't. I can't anymore. I can't do this anymore. I can't do it anymore. Who the fuck is making these rules? How many people should we have at a wedding? Eh, five. What about at a funeral? Mm, ten. <laughs> why is it different? If you can only have five at a wedding, why are you allowed to have twice as many at a funeral? What is it about a funeral setting that is less contagious than a wedding setting? Is it the alcohol? Is it the drinking? Is it the holding hands? What the fuck is the difference? People drink alcohol at wakes. 10 people limit on boot camps. You can go to the hair, you can have as many people as you want in the hairdresser, but you're only allowed to be in there for half an hour. <laughs> Who the fuck is making this shit up? It's, does the dead guy count? Good question. Maybe they feel like, well, he's, he's one of them's already dead. So that takes a lot of, uh, you know, the contagion out of the equation. Who's making this shit up, man? It, it seems like they're just coming up, they're just jotting down numbers at this point. Yeah, just five people. Unfucking believable. The home weddings will be able to go ahead, but there'll be a limit of five people. Uh, funerals also will be able to proceed, but only ten people at a funeral. <laughs> everyone's a just takeaway so, food service. Everyone's just so casual about it. Nobody's asking these questions. Nobody's asking why are we doing this. 
We're just being massaged slowly. It's not even slow anymore. Wait till I show you the next fucking story I've got, man. It will blow your hair back. The next story I've got will... Your your eyes will explode. Your ears will cave in. You will drown in your own blood. Caused by the lacerations on the inside of your voice box as you scream blood-curdling screams into the sky. You won't know what to do. <laughs> Andrew, thanks for joining us. You probs have a small dick. <laughs> thanks for your input, mate. Services will continue from cafes and restaurants and, and also those Thanks food for the halls. Vibe. <laughs> Hairdressers and barbers will be able to remain open, but only 30-minute appointments. And also outdoor exercising in boot camps and, and the like with social distancing rules um, remaining in place. Also, uh, new restrictions by the Prime Minister on the way we conduct ourselves in our homes, effectively to stay at home and only... Um... <laughs> Now, we need rules on how you conduct yourself in your own home. Remember, remember the, the memo that was going around a couple of days ago uh, in New York, like official government advice from New York? The New York government was like, well, we've come up with some new rules about sex. So uh, there will be no more tonguing of each other's buttholes. That must stop. There'll be no more group sex. Can't do that. You need to reconsider oral sex of all kind. The government was putting out this kind of information just in case you needed to know. Gets better. What can I do? Oh, what can I do in my own home now? Restrictions by the Prime Minister on the way we conduct ourselves in our homes, effectively to stay at home and only go out if absolutely necessary and not to entertain at home. Let's listen oh. to the Prime Minister. Oh. Barbecues of lots of friends or even family, extended family coming together to celebrate <laughs> one-year-old birthday parties and all these sorts of things. We can't do those things now. Just, <laughs> and he's smiling. No, we can't do those things now. Sorry. You cannot do those things. Barbecues? Mm -mm. Sorry. But, but what if I'm just in my own backyard and, like, you know, a few of my friends come over to eat burgers and drink beers? Can we do that? Sorry. Can't do that anymore. Oh. oh, okay. What about what about my kid's birthday party? Can we still do that? <sighs> Sorry, can't do that anymore. Oh. oh, okay. Can I tongue my girlfriend's asshole? No, you know you can't. You definitely can't do that. Oh, okay. This is this is all going very well. I think. This is all this is all okay. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Just relax. Don't panic. Make sure you don't panic, ladies and gentlemen. These will be significant sacrifices, I know. We've all been to those events as extended families and gatherings. Mm. And gather once upon a time we were able to go to those events as families of family gatherings, you know. Once upon a time it was a different world back then. We just can't do it anymore. I'm sorry. Mm -mm -mm. No, no, no. We cannot have barbecues anymore. I'm afraid. It's awful. Gathering together in that way, even around the large family table yep. in the family home, yep. when all the siblings get together yep. and bring the kids, mm -hmm. these are not things we can do. 
No, no more family dinners. <laughs> fuck, fuck yeah. Everything is going super well. <laughs> uh, we're not closing the schools, though. The schools are immune from this. Advice remains the same that schools can stay open. He said he'll be meeting tomorrow with teachers' unions and the education minister, Dan Tian. His objective is to keep those schools open for children of all essential workers, which he defined as everybody who has a job. Um, but he's acknowledging that most parents are now uh, keeping their children at home. Mm. His primary objective is... But they're not having any barbecues with them. They're keeping their children at home, but they're, they're feeding them through... They're sliding pita bread under the door into their bedroom. ...to keep... Back in my day, you know, back in my day, we used to be able to uh, have barbecues with our friends and the family and family dinners. You know, I, you know, when I was a younger man, we used to invite... Uh, you know, people like the children to come around, for example, and uh, we'd all share, we'd all throw a thing called a steak. See, we had something back in those days called a grill. Back in my day. And you know, it was a very different time. People would be able to walk on the street. Uh, people would be able to walk around, do what they liked. They'd be able to go to the beach back in those days. What's a beach, Granddad? Ah, oh, beaches. Well, you see, those were things where the sun would come out. And you would step onto the sand and see the waves crashing up onto the sand. People would, the, the girls would dress in their bikinis and we would frolic in the water. It was a wonderful time back when I was a young man. And then, of course, we would go home and have a barbecue. But those days are long gone. Okay, I'm just about out of Skype money now. I'm out of Skype dollars. So I'll call you again another time when I get the bandwidth. Seems some of the local kids are downloading the pornography pornography again. Back in my day, we never did that. Keep learning going and not to have a, a big interruption to children's education. Yeah. But he also announced new restrictions, as we said, on those weddings and funerals. Let's Victor Von Schroom in the chat. I've got to ask, did some social anxiety twat come up with all of these rules? I have a theory. I have a theory about these kinds of things, right? I tend to think that the people who end up in the bureaucracy and then come up with these kinds of rules were bullied children in school who probably wet the bed. And people who like these kinds of rules were probably bullied children who wet the bed well into their 20s. Right? So while they were at school and they were getting bullied and they were getting put in headlocks and shoved into lockers and stuff and they were pissing themselves every single night while they slept well into their 20s. You know, they would, as they were lying down, they would think to themselves, one day I'm going to get back at these people. One day I will be the one in control. See, they're all making fun of me now. They're all laughing at me now. They're all picking on me now. But one day I will have my vengeance. And so they end up working their way up. They get jobs in government because they're not particularly bright, but they're bright enough to work in the bureaucracy, you see. Not bright enough to work in the private sector. And they get these government jobs and they start writing these rules about what kids can do in the schoolyard. They're not allowed to touch anymore. They're not allowed to share lunch anymore. But I like to play with my friends. Well, that's too bad now, isn't it? It's too fucking bad. But, but we were having a family barbecue. Yeah, it sucks to be on your own all the time, doesn't it? Now you know how I feel. Thanks a lot, Karen. <laughs> There's Amber Leader in the chat. Oh, no, what have I done?
acknowledging that most parents are now <laughs> uh, keeping their children at home. His primary objective is to keep learning going and not to have uh, a, a big interruption to children's education. But he also announced new restrictions, as we said, on those weddings and funerals. Let's have a listen to the Prime Minister again. Let's have another listen. In relation to weddings and in relation to funerals. Now, weddings can continue to Rolls be conducted is, where it is just the couple, the <coughs> celebrant and the witnesses. That's no more <laughs> than five people. And the four square metre rule has to be observed within the venue in which that's taking place. So you, what, what about uh, you may now kiss the bride? Is that off the, t if that, is that off the cards? Are we not allowed to do that anymore? <laughs> Fuck it all, man. Don't worry, it gets so it gets so much better. Because you see, ladies and gentlemen, it's one thing to come up with these rules, right? It's one thing to come up with a rule that says only five people are allowed to be at a wedding at any particular time. But what do you do? What on God's green earth shall we do with the people who don't observe these rules? Because Regardless of the obvious public safety aspect of these rules, which are meant to protect us and keep us all alive, there's always bound to be a group in society who are going to flout these rules. There's always going to be a group who isn't going to take it seriously. And I mean, we can't let these people just run around, can we? Surely something has to be done. Surely we have to encourage these people to follow the rules, right? Yeah, you can elbow bump the bride. You may now tap elbows. <laughs> Iceman says they get flogged. Well, maybe not flogged, but they will get this from now on. Breaking news as of this morning, ladies and gentlemen. Coronavirus social distancing breaches lead to fines and jail time. New South Wales police announces. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. Imagine being at a wedding with 10 people. You've you've doubled your allowed your you've doubled your your guest quotient at your wedding and you've decided there's just too many people who have to be here. We're going to have to run the risk. We're going with 10. And somebody reports you <clears throat> and during the wedding, maybe they'll let you get wedded, uh, married first. Maybe they'll let you sign the book and then they come in and lock you up. <laughs> now they come in and throw the cuffs on you. How romantic. Imagine spending your wedding night in a jail cell. That'd be gorgeous. You'd definitely save you on the hotel. So there's always an upside. Police breaking social distancing guidelines will be given fines. Uh, people breaking, pardon me. People breaking social distancing guidelines will be given fines and possibly jail time. The New, <laughs> the New South Wales police announced amid tough new coronavirus restrictions. So people just wandering around on the street doing their own thing, minding their own business. We're now giving the police the power to issue them with on-the-spot $1,000 fines. They will be frothing at the mouth. <laughs> Trust me. The New South Wales Police Minister, David Elliott, said individuals would be given fines of $1,000, which is a little less than the average weekly wage for most people. And corporations would be hit with fines of $5,000 for breaches. The new penalties would also extend to people found to be not following self-isolation rules, ladies and gentlemen. I love this. Listen to this quote. 
Mr Elliott said following on from the Prime Minister's direction on Tuesday night, these latest, measure, these latest measures would send the message that it was taking all precautions extremely seriously. He said, and I quote, we need to kill this virus before it kills us. <laughs> yeah. We need to kill the virus before it kills us. So having six or seven people at a wedding is now literally a life and death situation. And hey, this is one of those occasions. Don't blame the media, right? Don't blame the media for ramping shit up. The number one cop in, in the state just came out and said, we need to kill this virus before it kills us. That's why we're going to give people $1,000 fines if they're not self-isolating to our standard. Got too many people at Nana's funeral? Sorry, gotta lock you up. Didn't you hear? There's a crisis happening. We need to we need to kill this virus before it kills us. Yes, exactly. Enforced self-isolation is totally not quarantine. <laughs> it's two totally different words, man. He's doing a good job. Well, this escalated. Let's hear let's hear from the cops themselves. And this virus could run on for many, many more months. So for mine, the health messaging has been clear around wash your hands around social distancing, around protecting particularly the vulnerable, the elderly and those who are not well. But if you look at Bondi Beach, with the Bondi tens Beach. of thousands of people there on the weekend, clearly community's not getting the message. Police want to work with the community in relation to this. <laughs> we want to work with the community. We're going to work with the community. That's th th See how this works. We're going to work with the community. If we catch you on the street and you're not self-isolating, we will hand you a $1,000 fine and you will pay it or go to prison. See how we're working together on this? We're a team. Team safety. Yeah. Team healthy. Woo. Team kill the virus before it kills us. We've all got to, we've all got to pitch in and do our part. I'll write the fines. You pay them. But the increase in complaints to Crime Stoppers, crime the stoppers. information that I'm getting from the community, the dissatisfaction. Oh, Lou, the don't worry, Lou. We'll get to you. We're getting, we're getting to our brothers and sisters in the States. Don't worry about it. Some individuals are treating our health meant that I needed to ask for these powers. On-the-spot fines, $1,000 for individuals, $5,000 for corporation. That kicks off at midnight tonight. Our Public Order and Riot Squad will be looking at those individuals who are currently infected. They have the appropriate uh, masks and... The fucking Riot Squad? The Riot Squad. <laughs> what are we doing here? What are we doing here? What's happening? Well, it's all for safety. It's to save lives. <laughs> we got to protect people. We're protecting you. Don't you feel safe now? Don't you feel so much safer now? Hmm. I know I do. I know the thought of police issuing on the spot $1,000 fines on the street if they suspect people aren't self-isolating good enough, well enough, that makes me feel a hell of a lot safer. Having that power makes me feel so much safer. I really feel protected. Don't you? Well, maybe not.
But it's okay. You know what? We can fix this. I can steer this. I can bring you back. I can bring you back. Don't panic yet, ladies and gentlemen. Because I've got good news. I've got tremendous news for you. You're going to love this. It's not just, it's not just Australia. <sighs> ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to do it one more time. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Boogie Bumper, and it's time for everybody's favourite game show. China, come on down. That's right, China. You're up again. New South Wales, come on down. Get your ass down here, New South Wales. Shuffle past the fat people. And ladies and gentlemen, our next contestant, first time contestant, the United States of America, come on down. You're the first three contestants on It Will Never Happen Here. Woo! Longview, Greg County. Thank you, Amberlina, for sending this one through. Longview, Greg County issue mandatory, mandatory shelter in place order after two more COVID-19 cases. It will never happen here, ladies and gentlemen. Go, you have to go, you have to go through all of this. You have to go through all of this and then look what they have just slipped in just at the second last paragraph. Oh yeah. Do you know why clickbait is a thing, incidentally? Because through research and through study, we know that people, most people read the headline and then probably two or three paragraphs of a story and that's as far as they go. I've been saying for a long time, if you want to read an article properly now, you have to start at the bottom and then work your way back. Because you'd be amazed how often these kinds of little gems are just slipped right in at the end of the article where they know something ridiculous like 80% of people will never get to it, will never see it just slips in there at the bottom. Have a listen to this. Penalties including fines and or jail time will be incurred, incurred for those who do not comply. A person who knowingly or intentionally violates the order commits an offence punishable by a fine of up to $1,000. It's the exact same figure. and confinement in jail for a term that does not exceed 180 days. You could be locked up for three months if you do not observe the new self-isolation guidelines. And each day or portion of a day that's, that such a violation continues shall constitute a separate offence. So if you're going to a place of more than 10 people, 10 days in a row, you, you now owe the government $10,000. Thank you for playing. Thank you for playing. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this edition of It'll Never Happen Here. Isn't it fun? Fun for the whole family. United States, come on down. Have your checkbook handy. You're right, it's six months. Pardon me. It's still early here. You're right, six months in jail. Goody. This is the only game show, by the way, uh, it'll never happen here. This is the only game show where you pay the game show. You don't win money. They take your money away. 
And if you can't pay, they throw you in prison. <laughs> you don't get a choice whether you play or not either. That's the other thing. On this game show, it'll never happen here. They shuffle you into the room at gunpoint and then the music starts and you better have it like a nice big smile on your face. And when you get down, you know, when you get down to where the game show happens, like when you're behind the podium and the host of the game show is, is asking you questions about your life, the only thing that you're allowed to answer with is, I'm here to be protected. I want to be protected. I want to feel safe. That's the only thing you're allowed to say. Anything other than that, you're whisked off. You don't get to play. Straight to prison. <laughs> Who wants to play? Who wants to play? It'll never happen here. It gets, it gets so much better. And don't worry, I've only got a couple of more stories to show you and then I'm going to have some fun for the last show of the week. Thank you for joining us on this edition of the Daily Boogie, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, just keep in mind what I was saying about how we know that like 80% of people only read the headline and the first couple of paragraphs of an article, right? Just keep that burning away in the frontal lobe. New South Wales police define people who flout social distancing rules. We know this already. New South Wales Police will hand out on-the-spot $1,000 fines to people who flout. I love that. I do have to admit, though, I love the word flout. Flout. It needs to be used more often. Flout tighter lockdown rules, including holding house parties or having more than 10 mourners at a funeral. Work your way down all the way down here. The second-to-last paragraph, ladies and gentlemen. Mrs. Berejiklian, who is our state premier, which is effectively like a governor for you guys, Mrs. Berejiklian also revealed that New South Wales was planning to implement mobile phone tracking technology similar to what has been used in Singapore to stop the spread of the virus. Yay! Woo! Woo! Are you feeling safe? Are you feeling protected? <laughs> the technology, quote, the technology would monitor where people are and where they are meant to be when they are self-isolating. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, it feels so safe in here. It's just all warm and snuggly in my little protection blanket. Just feels so goddamn safe up in this bitch. Don't you? I'll grab that link. I'll grab that link, but I will get to it after I get to the next piece, ladies and gentlemen. Because if you were worried, then fear not. Don't worry. Don't worry about this shit. Don't panic. You know why you shouldn't panic about this stuff when you hear about this stuff? Because Australia is all the way down here. Australia, that's like another planet, man. That's like on the other side of the world, you know. You don't have to worry about shit like that, right? We don't have to worry about stuff like that. It'll never happen here. It'll never happen here. <laughs> Mobile phone tracking. Our newest segment on It'll Never Happen Here. Who have we got tonight, Charlie? Well, we've got China. Come on down. You're in everything tonight, China. Australia, come on down. That's right. You're up next again. And our good friends in the United States of America, come on down. You're the next contestants on It'll Never Happen Here. 
Mobile phone industry explores worldwide tracking of users. How about everyone? Why don't we do it to everyone? But but I thought the mobile tracking thing was only happening in China. No, 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 no. No, it's happening everywhere now. Welcome welcome to Corona Land. The mobile I feel so much safer, don't you? The mobile phone industry has explored the creation of a global data sharing system that could track individuals around the world as part of an effort to curb the spread of COVID-19. The Guardian has learned that a senior official at GSMA, an international standard-setting body for the mobile phone industry, held discussions with at least one company that is capable of tracking individuals globally through their mobile devices and discuss the possible creation of a global data sharing system. Feel the safety welling up inside of you. You need to be protected, by the way. It's, this is just for your protection. We are, we are only tracking the movements of every single individual person on earth who owns a mobile phone to keep you safe from the coof. <laughs> of course, of course. Cause now wildfire is raging deep inside. Ah, it's fine. And my Everything's fine. Foreign strings are pulling like the time. It's fine. Everything's good. Any move to create a global tracking system would represent a major escalation in efforts to use mobile phone location data to help stem the pandemic and would likely raise concerns. They always use this language. Raise concerns among privacy and security experts. The exact same terminology is used in all of these articles. We're just, it's, oh, well, look, we, we, have this, we have this tool at our disposal. We have this thing that we can use which will literally save lives. We're trying to save lives here. We're trying to protect people. But there are some fringe elements out there. They're going to have some, they're going to raise some concerns. That's, that's as far as you get. That's as, a, that's as much legitimacy as you get. Oh, you have concerns, do you? Making it sound like you're at a parent-teacher interview and you're worried that the school football program isn't getting enough training mats, right? They're not getting enough training, um, what do you call it, cushions or whatever they call it when they fucking bump into each other. I'm not a footballer. You know, the, 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 the football team doesn't have enough footballs for the season. I'm, I am concerned. Oh, it's same, same level of concern, right? Because they did it in the previous article as well. Uh, there would be some concerns. Yeah, come on down. Ladies and gentlemen. The United States of America. Fed government reportedly considering access to cell phone data to track coronavirus. It will never happen here. You stupid foreign son of a bitch. You stupid foreign son of a bitch. We got the Constitution. I love my flag and I love my country. And we got the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. I don't know why anybody's even listening to this Australian son of a bitch. This Australian son of a bitch don't know what he talking about. 
because we got the Constitution, we got the Bill of Rights, and if anybody tried to infringe on my rights, well, I'm going to be picking up my gosh darn rifle and heading down there to Washington. You wouldn't understand. You give your guns away. We got our guns. We ain't going to put up with this shit. Okay. Just to let you know, there is a drone now flying over your house. You have been banned from gathering in groups of more than five people. Your city government is now issuing statements on how you can have sex. (laughs) And you're not allowed outside your own home. (laughs) The federal government is reportedly talking with tech companies like Facebook and Google because we love Google now. Remember when uh, Google and Facebook were in the Oval Office? They're all shaking hands, patting each other on the back. Great job. Tremendous job. It's a tremendous job you're doing. You know, Google, you know, you got Microsoft, you got Amazon, and you've got Google. <laughs> and I forget the other A. What was the other A company? And that, that looks like MAGA to me. You got Microsoft, you got Amazon, you've got Google. That's MAGA. Google is MAGA now. Every now and then, like, somebody will send me something. It's like, no, you misunderstand. Donald Trump's working with Google so he can track down the satanic pedophiles. Oh, it was Apple. You're right. No, they're developing an app to track down the elites who sell adrenochrome on the dark web. I'm like, oh, okay. In other news, (laughs) Facebook and Google are working with the federal government about how health experts could use cell phone data such as Americans' movements to track and fight the coronavirus. Among the information that would could likely be helpful in geodata to learn whether people are keeping a safe distance, we, we fucking literally read the article about them doing this in China last week, right? Remember? Last week in China, they were showing the video. We have this cell phone app. I forget which episode it was. I think it was lockdown because we did two lockdown episodes last week. Lockdown one and lockdown two. I think it was the first one. We watched the video from China where they were bragging about this cell phone app, which can literally tell who you've been in contact with, who is infected with coronavirus, and the police can come in and swoop you up. Like that. It'll never happen here. Well, (laughs) it's coming. The private sector information would reportedly be metadata or statistics not connected to specific users, but would help health experts map the spread of the virus, sources told the newspaper. Listen to the... I told you they always use this same line. Despite the potential for the data to help with the coronavirus, despite that, despite the people trying to protect us and keep everyone alive, implementing the plan could pose concerns about privacy and potential government overreach, huh? Yeah, but only if you're one of those crazy conspiracy theorists, am I right? One of those crazy fucking liberty guys. <laughs> yes, TR, exactly. They are working together to find the best deal on the traffic children. I, well, I, I'll tell you what, you can have 1,000 children if you don't censor people on Twitter. If you could do that, okay? I'll give you 1,000 of the ugly children and maybe 100 of the attractive children, but that's it. The rest of, We need the rest of the children to replace the people who are dying from the coronavirus. Don't push your luck, Google. You got Microsoft? You got Amazon? 
You got Google and you got Apple. That's Macca. <laughs> You're going to love this next paragraph. You're going to love this. The idea is not unprecedented. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has accessed cell phone data to track the movements of coronavirus, uh, coronavirus patients, according to the New York Times. Yes. Why, if the Israeli government is doing it, it must be a good idea. Benjamin Netanyahu, our strongest allies are doing it. Why the hell aren't we? <laughs> Federal government reportedly considering access to cell phone data to track coronavirus. It'll never happen here. It'll never happen here. Well, should we do it one more time? Should we do it one more time, ladies and gentlemen? Because, you know, it'll never happen here. Time once again for the world's favourite game show. It'll never happen here. China, come on down. Come on down, China. Israel, come on. Get your ass down here, Israel. And yes, I'm pointing at you, the United States of America. Come on down. You're the next contestant, so it'll never happen here. This was sent through by Tracy in AK, AK short for the great state of Alaska, ladies and gentlemen. Smartphone tracker grades residents on keeping six feet away. It's They're already doing it. Yay! It should be so easy to implement now that we know it works. Alaska gets a top grade in something that should be no surprise to most residents. Many of us are really good at following appropriate social distancing guidelines. It's written It's written as if the person reading it is a 10-year-old. You naughty children. Most of us are very good at following the social distancing guidelines. But unfortunately, boys and girls, there are some naughty, naughty students out there who just have to be fined or, if that fails, welded up in their own homes. I can't wait for that shit to start happening. Please. Can we please start welding people in their own homes? Jumps up. <laughs> Native California. Oh, no, you're not going to get me with that again. You don't want to play? You have no choice. You're playing. Unicast used cell phone signals to track distance travelled by users to see if people were actually following the governor's mandate to shelter at home. Overall, Alaska ranks second in the nation with many boroughs getting an A in staying at home. Well done, Alaska. You're the second best in the country at following the rules. The way we know this is because we were tracking your cell phone data. But you won the award. You came second. I'm so proud of you. Well done, Alaska. You're the best at following the rules. <laughs> yeah, good news, Jenna. You get a gold star. Yay! Yakutat Borough awarded eight gold stars with 99% compliance, ladies and gentlemen. Well done, Yakutat Borough. 99% compliance? You guys are amazing. You guys are amazing. Anchorage, Denali, Dillingham, Fairbanks, Haynes, Huna, Matsu, Northwest Arctic Borough, Petersburg, Prince of Wales, Petersburg again, Yukon were also awarded an A for an over 80% change in behaviour. Oh, yes. Yes, you got a gold star because you changed your behaviour. Oh, oh, 
Oh, yes, you compliant. Don't you feel safe? Don't you feel protected? Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> Congratulations, Alaska. <laughs> I'm putting this right up on the refrigerator. <laughs> what are we fucking doing here, man? What the hell are we doing? You flip on the news, and it's like, if you if you don't follow these rules, then everybody's going to die, you selfish bastard. It's like, I just don't want people, you know, I don't think it's fair that we're tracking people in there, tracking people through their phone and finding them if they walk out onto the street. I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right to ban people from all of this stuff. I don't think it's right to turn normal, everyday behaviour into criminal activity. Just like that, with like no discussion, with no with no debate. We're just letting, you know, you're just doing it. I don't think that's right. Well, this guy doesn't sound like a rules for. This guy sounds like the kind of guy who wants to kill all the old people. Sounds like a fringe conspiracy theorist to me. Thank you for joining us on this edition of It'll Never Happen Here. I like this already. This was sent through by JJ Stoner, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Private made COVID-19 isolation facility. Can it work? It looks like a trailer to me. It just looks like a trailer. I get <laughs> in my uneducated view. Let's have a look. Let's have a look here. God, please, 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 God, is somebody selling? Why have I got no sound here? Oh, I know. Please, God, is somebody selling a trailer on a website and claiming that it's some kind of COVID-19 isolation chamber? <laughs> somebody selling their shitty old trailer, charging like, you know, $50,000 for this scientific equipment. It's just a shitty trailer. Please let that be happening. Please! God do it. A Lynchburg man says he spent a quarter of a million dollars on a plan to help during the outbreak. Help. I'm just here he to help. He wants to create a temporary hospital-like area in Campbell County. Nice. That's essentially a map of what we're doing. Oliver Kutner says the sick Kutner. would be able to isolate themselves while receiving medical attention here. The area would have the capacity to house at least 3,500 RVs. <laughs> Maybe that's the plan. Maybe this is the plan all along was to expand the white trash community so they're no longer inbreeding. You know, we need new blood in here. We need new genetics. We need to bring outside people in. There are on only so many cousins that I can impregnate. We need new bloodlines. I know. How about we get the coofing disease out there? We'll force them into the trailer parks. Instead of us trying to get out, let's force them in. They'll only be here for a few weeks and then they'll have sex with any of us. They won't even care. Fuck pads. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fuck pad. Shaggin' wagon. And then more than 7,000 infected patients. Kootner says it's a backup in case hospitals run out of beds for the sick during this outbreak. Oh, thanks for the... Uh... <laughs> Imagine if the parrot... Imagine your... your... <laughs> <laughs> You're struggling for breath. You're on death's door. 
They're trying to open up your throat to get the air and the oxygen in there. You're on a drip. The ambulance comes and picks you up and they whisk you off. Pull you, pull you up out the front of a trailer park. What the hell is this? Don't worry, sir. You'll be getting the finest care from... What's your name again, darling? What's your, well, you'll be getting the finest care from one of our local nurses here. What's your name? My name's Pegasu. <laughs> My name's Lulu Brown. I'm going to be your nurse today. I'm going to take care of y'all, honey. Now take your pants off and get in this fuck truck. Why, why do I need to take my pants off? You do what you told, you son bitch. In the Cherokee. Fantastic stuff. All right. We're working our way through this. This might be the last one on coronavirus and if this doesn't put your mind at ease then nothing will ladies and gentlemen because as you all know we're here for your protection we believe in protecting the public we think everybody deserves to be protected so i came across this story earlier today and i thought well if nothing else um obvious obviously it's horrific what's taking place in this clip i assume i haven't watched it but at least we can get a laugh out of it brit abroad dragged from pool and arrested for breaking quarantine in spain and somebody thankfully filmed this taking place. This is the shocking moment a British tourist is dragged from a swimming pool by police during a nationwide lockdown. It'll never happen here. Officers jumped into the pool to forcibly remove Joanne Rust, 53, after she reportedly refused to return to her room amid strict quarantine measures imposed on hotels across Spain. Well, we absolutely must see this British tourist getting her ass kicked by the cops. To protect the old people. <laughs> okay, so she's refusing to get out of the pool. She'll get arrested. Yeah, I know. She don't want to get arrested out here, I'll tell you. They don't treat you very lightly. She's going to get arrested if she stays in there too long. You don't want to get arrested out here in Spain. They don't treat you very nicely, I tell you what. They, don't go, they ain't going to treat you very lightly if you get arrested out here. She should do what she's told immediately. Look at the whole the whole hotel is out there watching. The cop is taking his clothes. The, the cop is disrobing by the side of the pool. Don't make me take my gun belt off you, bitch. I'm trying to make out what she was yelling. It's a bit hard, but she was saying something like, I paid for a holiday. I paid to spend seven days in the sun. I'm not going to be locked up in my room. Thank you very much, right? Oh, off, come the, yeah, off comes the belt from the cop. Look at the coppers. They're around the pool. They're around the pool. You ain't getting out of here alive, baby. Slaves enforcing their own enslavement. Absolutely. We're so, we're so fucked. We are so fucked. Don't, don't worry, the government's gonna save you. Government's gonna protect you. We need to track your cell phone data. Come on, son, get in there. And he go, oh, he's not fucking happy. Now, now let's see how, look, she's gonna swim. Gotta catch me first. Catch me if you can. Marco, Polo. Marco Polo. <laughs> oh, she's fighting. She's a kicker. We've got a kicker on our hands. 
dragged her out. Bike cop over here has got his helmet on still. I, I wish he would fall in, don't you? Oh, yeah. She's... Oh! Oh! She deserves that. Did you hear that? Did you hear the person watching? She deserves that. Yeah. She was floating around in the pool, that bitch. <laughs> she deserves it. <laughs> no, close, close. No, no, no. We deserve this. We deserve this because of cunts like you. We deserve this because there's more of you than there is of us. There's more of you who stand there and cheer while people get dragged out of pools and handcuffed. People who get fined on the street. People who want to have more than five people at a wedding. People who just want to leave their fucking house. Because you're cheering it. We as a collective group deserve what's coming. Because not enough people care. <laughs> Hope the coof gets the whole crowd. <laughs> Shit, going to throw her in the slammer. Ooh, she deserves this. It's the government rule. You can't argue with the government rules. You just got to do what they say. You're not allowed to do anything about it. You shouldn't even be allowed to question it. Anybody who questions it should be locked up in prison. You never know. They might be encouraging people to, you know, go swimming at the beach and stuff. We can't have that. We're not allowed to have that. There you go. Everything is fine. Everything is working wonderfully. Everything is working swimmingly, ladies and gentlemen. Pardon the pun. We're doing tremendously well. Okay. I think I've had enough. I think I've had enough of the shitty stuff for now. <laughs> Don't worry. Next episode, I'm sure we'll be right back. We've got to have some fun on this fucking shit show, man. <clears throat> Gotta have some fun here. It's been a terrible week. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. I'll see you in hell. Ah, uh, follow Q. You is is he talking about the virus still? You probably should have been around. We were talking about the virus, but only in so much as the context of, I don't know, the United States government and every other government around the world is now going to start tracking your cell phone data to track your movements constantly 24 hours a day to see if you're self-isolating. <laughs> or the drones being used in California like we said they would after they were being used in China in the same manner. Or police issuing fines in Gregg County in Texas for people who aren't self-isolating, $1,000 fines or 180 days in prison literally being thrown in prison for breaking no law other than your right to free assembly. Yeah, but hey, we were just talking about the virus. You'd be probably better off not listening to that stuff. It's not that important. But anyway, uh, like I said, we need to have some fun because it's been a really shitty week. It's been a hell of a week, especially down here. Think of this, in the space of three days in my little country here, in my state, we have gone from... Uh, business as usual to, okay, we need to shut down half of the economy to we need to shut down the rest of the economy to you can only have five people at a wedding and now we're going to arrest you if we see you on the street. That's where, This has happened in three days. We've gone to that level in three fucking days. Three days! <laughs> you can barely keep up. And like I said at the start of the show, 
Um, you know, I'm, I'm getting... Everybody, I think, is getting coronavirus fatigue. Like, Follow Q is a prime example. Like, I'm not picking... I'm, I'm not picking... I just think this is normal now. I, I, I see where you're coming from. You're sick of hearing of the virus shit. I agree with you. Um, we're all getting this virus fatigue. We're getting bombarded constantly with this news over and over and over again. There's no sport to distract us. That's all closed down. There's no um, other news happening because all the other parts of the industry, all the other parts of the country are closed down. So there's nothing else going on except the virus. And we're getting bombarded so much that we're starting to turn off. We're starting to not pay attention. And maybe that's the fucking point. Maybe that's the point of the overkill in news is to get us to stop listening, to stop paying attention. Because it's funny after 48 hours of just constant bombardment, they're now bringing in fines and jail time for people. They're now talking about tracking mobile phone data and people are like, oh, I'm sick of hearing about this virus. <laughs> but they're going to start arresting you if you walk on the street for no reason. But I'm so sick of this news. I can't listen to it anymore, right? Maybe that was the point. Are there? Maybe there are some weather events happening. Maybe, possibly. I'll let you know. Mark, thanks for joining us. Uh, there was there was a little sprinkle of rain overnight. You'll be pleased to know. Imagine that. We'll be talking about the weather again. Just like the good old, you know, back in my day, we used to talk about the weather all the time. Thank we used to enjoy talking about the weather. But these days, it's all coronavirus, this and COVID-19. That seems that nobody's got time anymore to talk about the weather. Well, I can go one step better. Because we're going to end on a high note this week, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk about something else because I've got a couple of stories that I need to bring to you to break this shit up, to end the week on a positive, to end the week on a high note. We're getting away from the coronavirus and getting right back to some standard boogie fare, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. I think JJ might have dropped out already. He's going to miss out. <laughs> if you're still here, JJ, this one's for you, baby. Why is that not showing up on the screen? Are you kidding? Have I lost my screen now? What is going on here? Let me see if I can fix that. Okay. Why did my screen go away? Okay. Here we go. Here we go. We're back. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Sex bots. Woo! Woo! Let's do it. So this, this fun little video, I haven't watched it yet. I don't know. We did the story about the the sex doll company. They were trying to sell... Uh, just incidentally, if I could just go off topic just for a moment. Um, my wife's in there watching TV and there was something about... That, well, like one of the morning shows here. And they were cutting to some celebrity, another celebrity who apparently has coronavirus. And they're like releasing a song or something about coronavirus. Oh, we, you know... It's all about love. It's all about getting together. It's all about the good times. It's all about the good things. And I just wanted out. I'm like, how many of these celebrities do you think don't even have coronavirus, but they're just using it for promotion? You know what I mean? I would say most of them at this point. People are going around saying, wow, it's really weird that all of these celebrities have coronavirus. And I, like, maybe, maybe I'm too cynical. Maybe I'm wrong. But that's not my thought. Like, I don't instantaneously jump to believing them. My thought is, wow, yeah, 
it's really weird that there is this news story that is completely dominating the news 24-7 and celebrities are trying to get in on that action. How how strange. How weird for the celebrities. <laughs> like, that doesn't sound like a celebrity. No celebrity I know would try to tack onto the back of a news, a hot news item and try and make it about them. That's never happened before. No, no, no. These are genuine people who are genuinely sick. They're just genuinely trying to do the right thing. Oh, okay. Because now if you're a celebrity and you come out and say you've got coronavirus, you're, inst- you're going to be played on the six o'clock news. You know, people were retweeting that Madonna video where she was in the bathtub, that horrible, disgusting, tepid pool of human filth. And they were t- retweeting it and asking questions like, why is she doing this? And I'm like, well, look at the trending page. She was like number four on the trending page. That's why she's doing it. No other explanation needed. No other reason. It's because she's trending, because you're all talking about it. That's why she's doing it. Because we are easily programmable sheep who respond in predictable ways to stimulus. Social psychologists of like 100, 200, 300 years ago, if they were alive today, they must be going, holy shit, this is easy now. We actually had to study things. We actually had to figure out people. We had to figure out what motivates people. You've just got to put something on Twitter. How can you ever lose? So we we had this story of the sex doll company. Uh, they were trying to sell their sex dolls under the guise of, this is healthier for you during the coronavirus because our sex dolls are antibacterial. You know, you can douse them in hand sanitizer, you'll be safe. You can't catch cooties from a plastic chick, goes the rule. So we read the story and it was only after the show that I noticed this little clip at the bottom of the of the story. I was like, ooh, sneaky one, a little sneaky clip slipped in there at the end. So apparently this is the story of the man who divorced his wife three years ago and now lives with 12 sex dolls. So let's have a look. Well, I've told my kids not to waste any money on expensive funeral for one thing. Have me burnt and stick <laughs> me in a vase. And uh, preferably in a little room with Sarah. I- oh. <laughs> Funny name for it. That's a good one. Well done, native California. Funny name for a sex doll, antibacterial. <laughs> Well, you can save money on a funeral. It's not going to be a problem, is it? Just burn me down, put me in a little vase with Sarah over there. That's that. There's the lovely Sarah, by the way. <laughs> there's the man with his lovely, the lovely Sarah. She's a stunner, isn't she? Gorgeous. I did suggest having me stuffed and put me in with the girls. Having me stuffed and putting I me in with the girls. Option, if it's possible. <clears throat> I know it's a bit illogical. Mm. Uh, the logical part of my brain is constantly sort of, yeah, this voice in my ear saying, I'm a freak. <laughs> it's like the logical part of my brain is always fighting me, you know. You know, when I'm walking around and when I'm skulking around my empty apartment, devoid of human life, fun, laughter, and love. I'm just surrounded by these lifeless fucking mannequins that I insert my dick into every now and again. Every now and again, the logical part of my brain will go, what am I doing here? What's happening? What's happening here? But then I just remember that, you know, I just need to shake me, shake me hips around a little bit and then I'll orgasm and everything will be all right again for about 10 minutes. 
I'll get about 10 minutes of pleasure and I'll forget about my pathetic, disgusting, depraved lifestyle here in my own home. It's lovely. Come on, mate. Yeah. Just get a... Come on, mate. What are you doing? But nevertheless, it's a thing. It's a thing. Dean Bevan. So he he wanted this. He wanted he he invited he's invited the cameras into his home. Cause sometimes when I do these like videos, sometimes people will say, oh, pff, you don't you don't get it, man. It's a different lifestyle. What do you gotta be a hater for? I'm not hating, I don't care what he does. But he put it on the internet. He put it out there. He invited I didn't I didn't stick a camera in his face, you know what I mean? He wanted this, he wanted the attention, so I'm gonna give it to him. <laughs> I'm gonna give him the attention that he so desperately wants. Not one, not two, but 12 sex dolls. He had a black one. That's nice. A little bit of exotic flavor. Oh, he's drilling for plastic oil. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> ah, yeah. Yeah. This is Magda. She is Magda. the newest lady to join us. This is Athena. Athena. Oh, Shuri. Shuri. That's Helena. Sophia is the second. They've all got names. Like, see, I don't know. If I was going to just say I got to the stage in my life where I was living with 12 sex dolls, I don't think I could name them. Like, that's too much, right? I know it sounds like a weird distinction to make. Like, I could live with 12 sex dolls, but only if they don't have names. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that he's named them actually makes it 10 times worse to me. If they didn't have, if he didn't have names for them and they were just kind of like piled up in the garage... And then every now and then he would just go in and get himself a sex doll and, you know, make use of it. He would expend into it and then just return it to its place in the garage, like underneath the tarp. Then I probably wouldn't have as much of a problem with it because it's like just using a tool at that point, isn't it? (laughs) You're just using a machine to get a job done. But once you get into the realm of naming them and dressing them up and, you know, arranging them around the house, that's kind of weird. That's like you want to live in a dollhouse. You know what I mean? If you just stack them up in a garage, maybe hang them from hooks in the garage. And don't name them, but just put like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I, would, I wouldn't even have a problem with that. I think he's going way too far. Second lady that I got, Olga, only joined us a few weeks ago, actually. (laughs) Olga just joined us a few weeks ago, but she doesn't speak English. She's one of those mail orders. How you going, Olga? Does he speak for them? Does he have conversations with them where he imagines dialogue? Uh, Monica asks, anyone else's internet went to pot uh, since this self-imprisonment began? Yes, yes, mine too. Um, not on my hardwired connection, but definitely on my 4G and my wireless. Reason being is because you've got everybody at home. So you see, during the day for me, most I work nights, so uh, during the day is off-peak. So I normally have pretty good internet flow, even though Australia's internet is fucking terrible. It's incredibly slow. It's worse than some third-world African countries, believe it or not. But during the day, everyone else is at work. But now... Um, everyone else is at home. So everybody's streaming movies, everyone's playing games. It's affecting the bandwidth. So you would have less space, basically, for your internet connection because there's more people on the internet now because everybody's at home. 
So you're not alone there. I think everybody's kind of going through it, unless you live out in the sticks somewhere. He spends his days, this is the quote on the screen if you're listening to the podcast, he spends his days dressing them up and doing their makeup. Oh, he's their girlfriend. <laughs> he's their girlfriend, man. <laughs> he sits behind them and brushes their hair. He plaits their hair. Mm, you look very pretty today. Come here, pout, pout your lips for me, Olga. <laughs> We're going to make you all nice and pretty for your date tonight. Who's the lucky guy? Oh, it's me? Maybe he's like their gay friend. Maybe he doesn't have sex with them at all. He just wants to live with them, dress them up, make them look pretty, rub their feet. Let's <laughs> make up on them. Again, I wouldn't have as much of a problem if he just fucked it. <laughs> if you just fucked the doll, then I wouldn't have as much of a problem. But once you're dressing it up, doing its hair, putting on makeup, that's fucking crazy serial killer shit. That's Buffalo Bill stuff. Sorry. <laughs> Snapping the portraits which adorn his home. Oh, okay, now. Oh, mate, mate. Wow. So he names them. He names them. He dresses them. He puts makeup on them and he takes pictures of them and he hangs the pictures around his home. Alarm bells are ringing, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is fine. This is normal. Like I said, if Corona Chan ends up taking us all out, if Corona Chan takes off, let's say Corona Chan takes out 30% of the population and then the other 70% of the population kill each other over what's left, then we 100% entirely deserve it at this point. We deserve this. I do feel very protective of these ladies. Oh, it's so weird. Red fucking flags, says Evelina. <laughs> if someone comes in and is a bit rough with them, it rankles with me, you know. <laughs> You can imagine the scenario, like one of his mates comes over, he hasn't seen. David, it's been so long. How you doing? Dean, I haven't seen you in so long, mate. How you been, Cobber? You all right, mate? You all right, son? Yeah, I'm doing well. Why don't you come in? Lovely. What's, what fuck is going on in here? Oh, these are me ladies. <clears throat> these are me ladies. That there, that there's Ashley and that over there, that's Olga. The black one over there, that's Shuri. These are me girls. You like them? I like, do I like them? What the fuck they doing in here, mate? What you got mannequins for? They're not mannequins. They're companion dolls, you tit. And then his friend walks over to one and like starts investigating it, looking at it, like picking up its hair, picking up its arm. And then he might do something like, you know, grab its ass or something for fun and like shake it around. So do you have sex with these things or what? <laughs> Oi! Get your hand off my woman! You can look, but you can't touch. She belongs to me. <laughs> Fuck, man. He dresses them. He puts makeup on them. He takes pictures of them to hang around his house. And if somebody comes over and is a little rough with one of them, he gets upset. It rankles him. 
Dean is especially fond of his first doll, Sarah. That's the lovely Sarah there. She's been with me, it'll be three years this October. Lovely. And she's leaning back slightly. Yep. Yeah. She stopped being an it within hours. I like it with the specs on. I'd like to see why. I stopped seeing her as, as a, an it, more as a, not a person, of course. Oh, of course. But something more than an it. Not an it, somewhere, but something, somewhere between an it and a person, I think. Something between an it and <laughs> a female. Well, you know, I started, I started, I didn't, I started seeing her as something more than an it within hours. And it's like, yes, because you're sick. You're a sick man. That's why. <laughs> it's not the doll. The doll isn't the reason that you didn't see it as an it. It's you. It's not you. It's me. If the doll could say something, it would say, it's not me. It's you. A thing, an it. How dare he? Sarah sometimes shares Dean's bed, a comfort for the double divorcee. So he's given he's given up on women. He's been divorced twice. And he's probably had a couple of real ball breakers, you know. And he's like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> I'm just going to dolls, man. I don't need this shit. I'm, I'm broke. I'm living in a like a one-bedroom apartment. I've been divorced twice. Fuck it. <laughs> Follow like you. Biggins. <laughs> You guys are latex phobic. One five five double D body. Uh, I like using her a lot. Occasionally, yeah, it's it's nice to wake up in the morning and see a pretty face. <laughs> it would scare the absolute living shit out of me if I woke up in the morning and saw that next to me. I would jump out the window. The hell is going on? It'd be like that that scene in The Godfather. A headless horse in your bed. Do the dolls have backstories? They should. I bet he's invented. Irrational Times, thank you for joining us. Follow Irrational Times, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. DLive.tv slash Irrational Times. I bet he's invented a whole bunch of weird little backstories for each of them. They've all got their own story. Like take Olga, for example. Olga grew up uh, in the frozen wastelands of Siberia. Her husband, her father was a coal miner and a devout Christian. And she dreamed constantly of one day making it to Britain because she, her father was a big fan of the Beatles and he used to play Beatles records all the time. So they were a poor family and they were so far away she couldn't get to any concerts or anything. All she had to listen to as a young girl growing up in Siberia was these Beatles records. And she vowed to herself that one day she would make it to the UK and meet the love of her life. <laughs> That's Olga. Shuri. Shuri hails from uh, Morocco. And she always dreamed of being a long-distance runner and representing her birthplace of Morocco at the Olympic Games. Well, in an effort to find the world's best trainers and the most professional sports facilities, she made her way to the UK, and that's where she met Dean. You see, it was after a training session that had gone overtime she sprained her ankle on the training track. She was alone and Dean just happened to be walking past the training track that day, walking his dog. It's, it's almost, you would say it was almost meant to be. And he saw Shuri on the training track, clutching her ankle. He picked her up. He carried her into the change room. Uh, he got her, uh, you know, into the car. He got her down to the doctor. He spent the whole night with her and then he took her home because she couldn't walk on her ankle. And after that, 
they were inseparable. They became best friends and then eventually lovers. I bet you he's got a little story for all of them. Because, I mean, what else are you going to do while you're sitting there brushing their hair, putting on makeup for them, taking their picture, arranging them around your house? You, you, that It wouldn't end there, right? Like I said, if he just piled them up in the garage under a tarp and then just pulled one out occasionally and fucked it and then put it back, I wouldn't even have a problem with it. It's all the other shit that's, that's troubling. I've taken thousands of pictures with her. Thousands of some pictures. Some of which I'm quite proud of, you know. And she, it's, it's funny, she hasn't aged a day. She looks just as good now as she did three years ago. Some of which um, I've been praised for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been praised for the pictures I've taken with, <laughs> with Sarah. What do you think of what do you think of this picture of me and Sarah? This is at this is when we were on holiday in Spain two years ago. We were staying in a lovely little bed and breakfast in Barcelona, and uh, you know she just looked so lovely in the morning sunlight out on the balcony. We were having a little coffee and crumpet, little tea and crumpet, in the morning in uh, in Barcelona there. And I just decided, you know, she looks the sun was kind of bouncing off her hair at the right angle, and I just thought, you know what? baby just wait right there i grabbed my phone took a selfie and look at that look at that picture isn't that a fucking marvelous picture so the praise he's getting is probably his very weirded out friends looking at this picture of him next to a fucking sex doll going yeah yeah you're a you're a very good photographer <laughs> can i go now can i leave i don't want to be here anymore yeah man you're um very talented with the uh camera there hmm Yep. Um, she takes care of herself. So that yeah. has to mean something. <clears throat> he takes meticulous Most care of, of his dolls. Most baby oil rub every three months. Oh, yeah, that's the shit right there. Mm-hmm. He gives all of them a baby oil rub once every three months. Mm-hmm. Because... If you're going to go out and get yourself a sex doll, lads, you got to treat them like a queen. Got to let them know that they're loved. I mean, you don't go into this kind of arrangement unless you're prepared to go the extra mile. And this is a guy who treats his women, well, things like queens. Gives them the love that they deserve. It's probably why they're all there. Upkeep on them bitches ain't cheap. It's JJ Stoner. <laughs> I did Sarah the other day. I, I, keep... I did Sarah the other day. Keep having a lie down. <laughs> she goes. I had to keep having a lie down. She has got such a sexy, curvy shape. It's got such a sexy, curvy shape. She looks. Oh, he takes nude photos of her. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> when he said he was taking pictures of the dolls, I just assumed that they were like fully dressed, like trying to make them look human. Like, you know, the normal pictures that you would see around somebody's house. He's <laughs> He takes nude pictures of them and hangs them around his house. So... <laughs> So he, 
So he can't walk in any room. He's just surrounded by a naked sex doll. But if, if you own the sex doll, why do you need a naked picture of the sex doll? Like, you, could li- you can literally fuck it whenever you want. That's the whole point of having it. You could sit the sex doll, you could carry the sex doll around the house in the flesh, so to speak, and, you know, rip its shirt off whenever you want to. No, not good enough. What if I have to walk to the kitchen? I need a picture there. I need a picture on the wall of my topless baby Sarah. <laughs> what a fucking freak. <laughs> uh, yeah, good point, man. That's on his walls. JJ Stoner in the chat. Imagine the personal pics he doesn't want you to see. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> Looks like a Barbie on steroids. Yeah. Doing Someone's on drugs. With Athena. I was doing a picture session with Athena. Listen to the way he talks about these things. Uh, in this village called Pin Mill. And um, I put her back in my car. Yeah. And I happened to rest a bottle of water in her hand. Mm-hmm. And walked away. And this guy saw her and was talking to her. <laughs> and he come up to me and he said, Oi, boy, is she all right in there? And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, I think she might be thirsty, you know, and she's hot. And I said, she's not real. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. I don't know, man. You know, we started the show tonight. We opened the account tonight with a whole bunch of very depressing stories about government overreach. Uh, the eradication of individual freedoms, the eradication of liberty, fining people now $1,000 just for walking outside of their home or just throwing them in jail, if you would. Please, sir, may I have another? California wants to bring in drones like they had have in China that go fly around the streets and chase people home if they're out in the street when they shouldn't be. Full, full. We are now in full-blown dystopian nightmare. And I, you know, I'm... <laughs> I'm taking the black pill, man. Taking copious amounts of black pills. We're completely fucked. But then I see stories like that. We watch videos like that. And all of a sudden, I don't feel bad anymore. You know what I mean? Once you accept the fact that our future is doomed, you can have fun, right? If you're clinging to hope. Like you might say I'm a pessimist, but there is, this is going to sound paradoxical, but there is optimism in my pep, uh, pessimism. Because once you accept the fact that humanity is doomed, once you accept the fact that nobody's coming to save you and we're all fucked, you can at least relax. You can relax and have a little fun with it. It's the people who are clinging to the hope that somehow, somewhere, something is going to get better. They're the ones who are most upset. They're not laughing at anything. They're not having fun at anything. They are freaking the fuck out. They're scared. You have to let go to be free. Exactly. Thank you for joining us, Made in USA. 100%. You have to let go to be free. (laughs) So, on that theme, who's ready to let go just a little further? Who's ready to let go just a little bit further? Who's coming with me? Do you want to go right over the cliff? Are you ready to go to the next level, ladies and gentlemen? One of the most popular segments that we've done on this show one of the most popular segments we've done on this show is Baby Girl. Do you remember Baby Girl? The story of Baby Girl. 
That's my little old baby girl over there. Ain't she gorgeous? Little baby girl who lives as an adult baby. And people for like the last three months since we did that video have been asking for more baby girl, more baby girl. But I was waiting for a special kind of woman, a special kind of baby girl. I didn't want just any old baby girl because they're a dime a dozen. I wanted the kind of one that was going to stay with us for a long time. The kind of baby girl that was going to leave a lasting impression on you, the Daily Boogie audience. And well, I'm pleased to announce, ladies and gentlemen, I have found this baby girl. I found her. Yes. So join me if you would. Let's introduce ourselves to the newest member of the Daily Boogie Law, ladies and gentlemen, the newest story arc in the Daily Boogie program. I introduce to you Baby Girl 2.0. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Travis. Um, I just finished editing Paige's video. Paige, lovely, the lovely Paige. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody say hello to Paige. Hi, Paige. Be 24-7. And these lifestyles, I always sort of wonder about, like, what is adult... Just a little disclaimer here. We are very positive. We are lifestyle positive on this program. This is a safe space, right? We are a body positive, lifestyle positive, HIV positive, positive program. Whatever your little quirk, whatever your little uh, hidden thing is, you don't have to hide it here. Because on this program, on the Daily Boogie program, ladies and gentlemen, we love you. And we want you to be the best possible you that you can possibly be. This program is not about hate. This program is about love. We hate hate and we love love. So you're always welcome here. That's why we're bringing you stories like Pages because we absolutely love people being the absolute best that people can be. 100%. Adult baby Jew, how do you become an adult baby? And for some of you, you probably didn't even know adult babies existed. So Paige was kind enough to let me come out, do a video with her. Yep. Hopefully some of those questions... Some of you didn't know that adult babies existed. Well, they would be bigots, wouldn't they? They would be the ignorant. We're certainly not ignorant on this program. I'll have you know. Thank you very much, sir. Irrational times. Bigots get banned. And rightfully so, irrational times. And rightfully so, as they should. (laughs) It'll be answered in this video for you. Um, please like, share, subscribe, hit that notification button. I will. Am I subscribed? Yes, I'm already subscribed. <laughs> I'm already subscribed. I'm already in there. <laughs> I can't wait for the next one. I got a lot more videos coming. Good, so, good, so- good. Yes, more babies. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Yes, you want the video? I will share the video. I will share the video. Oh, hang on. I think I have to... Because uh, because uh, I've had this tab up for a couple of days. Now I have to reboot the tab. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Travis. Hey, Travis. Hey, Trav. See you in hell. Let me put this in the chat for you. So you can share in the love and the body positivity and the joy, ladies and gentlemen. Feel free. Share that shit around. Let's go. Actually, you know what? Just before we do, just before we embark on this journey, just a little tradition we have on. We don't have many traditions on this program, ladies and gentlemen, but we do have one. We need to hear from somebody. 
Just need to cover a little ground first. This internet, there's something for everybody, right? You got some weird fetish, some weird thing you do? Look at how weird it just got in here, huh? Some of you are into this type of behavior. But if you like something weird, you like to, you're, if you're an adult, you like to dress up as a baby, there's a website for you. Hell yeah. And we love it. 30 love years ago, if you like to dress up as a baby, nobody knew that. Nobody knew that shit. You did that in the privacy of your own home. If you ever came out of your house with a diaper on, your neighbor would go, look at this shit, call the <laughs> FBI, get this shit out of the neighborhood, right? It was handled. It was handled. <laughs> but today, just throw it up in the Google. I like to dress up as a baby. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're at the Hilton on a Saturday with 863 people that like to do this shit. There you go. No, not anymore. Thanks to the wonder of the internet, ladies and gentlemen, they don't have to go to the Hilton they bring the camera to they bring their life to us. They invite the cameras into their own home. There's no reason to hide. There's no reason to be ashamed. Don't live life in the dark, man. Embrace your adult baby status and fill the world with your crying, shitting yourself joy. I want to see pacifier. This is my pacifier. The lovely Paige here, the adult baby, she has pacifiers. Well, she's my pacifier. She brings me peace. She brings me pleasure and harmony and makes me want to just rock a by rock a by boogie all the way to sleep till I'm skipping over the moon, counting sheep or whatever it is that people do when they sleep. Let's go. Let's do this. I'm pumped for this. It's a nice crib. It's a fucking nice crib, man. MTV Cribs. Look at that double door. Double doors on this bitch. This, this baby got cash. This is a sugar baby. Ah. Ah. Nice teddy too. Big teddy. It's time. Happy time. I will ask this once and only once. Gentlemen, would you? <laughs> it's the only time I'm going to ask. Would you? <clears throat> I will reserve my vote, I think. I'm going to see how everyone else votes. Then I'll let you know how I would vote. <laughs> Open that door, baby girl. I like, see, she's put thought into this. She crawls out backwards just like a baby does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's not just getting up and stepping out. No, no. She means it. She's in character. She's a method actor. <laughs> Playtime. Playtime. The best answer so far has come from Lou Ferrigno on the question of would you? Probably, unfortunately. <laughs> How's she going to survive in this new police state? So The government will protect her. Come on, Irrational Times. 
Come on, bro. This is what the police state is exist. This is the whole point of the police state is to protect people, right? Are you saying that you don't think that the police state is going to keep people safe in their own homes? Why you, sir, sound like some kind of a dissident. Hmm. You know, I don't know if I want your kind of dissident trash in this chat room anymore. I might have to report you to the relevant authorities. Because you know, I bet you want all of the I bet you want all of the old people to die, don't you? I bet you're out there spreading your coronavirus coof on everybody. Questioning the value in the police state. My god, man. Have you no shame? The police state will keep baby girl safe. Hi, hi, every baby. Hey. I am Paigey. I'm hey, Paigey. 25 years old, and I'm... How old is she? How old is she? I don't want to interrupt. Baby, I am Paigey. I'm 25 years old. 25 years old. And I'm an adult baby girl. Yeah. I live this lifestyle 24-7. Yeah, except when you're talking to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Irrational times. Oops, my bad. That's okay. Let's pretend like this nasty little incident never happened. Now, at four o'clock tomorrow afternoon, a nice man in a in the riot squad will be around to install the cameras and the microphones inside your house. Have a nice day. Have a nice day. <laughs> there is a way out of this. <laughs> just do what you just do what you're told. See, I. You know what? Okay, she lives like a baby twenty four hours a day, but obviously not in that moment. Obviously not right then. I see you in hell. I'm so disappointed often. Like I'm still looking I'm still looking for the baby girl who lives as a baby 24 hours a day. They all say that they live 24 hours a day. But then when they get interviewed for these programs, all of a sudden they snap back into 25. I don't want that. I want the interview to be conducted with the baby, with the baby persona. If you're gonna if you're gonna commit to this lifestyle, man, you have to commit. You can't be going for clicks. I want the interviewer to sit down across the room from Baby Girl, say, "Hello, Baby Girl. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself?" And then Baby Girl just looks at him and drools. And That's what I want. Fucking these tourists, man. <laughs> Fucking tourists. Normally, whenever I wake up, I get out of my crib, I crawl over, I get dressed for yep. the day. Yep. Oh, the little tutu, the little tutu, little princess got a tutu, little ballerina. She's so cute. <laughs> and then I play with my toys. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's got a good baby laugh, doesn't she? <laughs> okay, points points for the baby laugh. That's a good one, man. The other the other ones that we've watched tend to sound they sound like what they are. They sound like an adult dressed like a baby trying to sound like a baby, but they don't sound like a baby. That actually sounded like a baby laugh. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. She's good. She's good, man. <laughs> she got skills this one. I can do a baby cry, but not a baby laugh. <laughs> That's the best I can do. 
My diaper is poo-pooed now. Yeah, you even got a bear on your spoon. This is really happy, baby. If you're, if you're listening to the podcast, because we have a whole bunch of people who don't watch the live stream, they just listen to the podcast. I'm sorry. This is going to be one of those occasions where you're going to have to watch the replay. So, you know, go to BitChute, look for Boogie Bumper on BitChute, uh, subscribe so you don't miss videos, hit the bell, hit the notification. This is going to be one of those times, my podcast friends, that you're going to want to see what we're seeing. Because <laughs> the, the listening only experience, while it does carry pretty well on this show for like 80% of the time, this is not one of those times. You have to see this. <laughs> I'm putting the call out. Podcast audience, go to BitChute, look for Boogie Bumper, look for the episode. You will take the black pill and you will love it. It will be uploaded later tonight. You have to see what we, we're looking at here. I try and make sure that I always play really nice, but sometimes you can't really help it. Like when an airplane crashes, I can't help a natural disaster. What? what? <laughs> she's very, she's very philosophical, baby. She's like, she's a baby with a conscience. I don't know many babies that are concerned with, you know, airline safety, but she, this one is apparently. We're going down. <laughs> Starting to think this baby is some. Darkness. <laughs> and what's what's Paigey doing up there? Oh, she's just playing with her toys. Paige is just up there. She's just playing with her planes. She loves her planes. And then you go up and you put an ear next to the door, you know, listening to Paigey play with her planes. And it's like, oh, you're going down. We're all going to die. No. And that's at that moment you step back sharply from the door instantly. <laughs> hey, she's up there killing people. She, <laughs> please tell us she's not a pilot. <laughs> in real life, in real life, her day job, she's actually a pilot for a major airline. And when when she gets home, she dresses up as the baby and starts crashing planes into buildings. <laughs> Lives out her fantasy. As the baby flying the plane who wants the ball to burn. Oh, we're all going to die. We're going down. No. Thank you for I'll see you in hell. I'll see you in hell. Oh, no. <laughs> that, that laugh is spectacular, man. <laughs> Got to do maintenance. <laughs> Got to do maintenance. You can't be sending your baby girl plane up there without doing your maintenance checks. Who kicked the tires on this thing before we took off on this flight? Oh, well, everybody's dead now. I guess we better do some maintenance. <laughs> Dinosaur's got to come and fix it. <laughs> got to get the dino because the dino fixes all the toys because he has the tools. Nice. Cheap labor too. Sometimes I build a whole world out of blocks. <laughs> a whole world out of blocks. It's a small, small world. But then the ponies come and just knock it all down. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't help that either. Can't help that. Natural disasters.
Natural disasters. <laughs> Sometimes you got to look out for those room ponies. The room ponies will just storm in and knock down all the blocks. And you know, the plane crashed, but that's because we didn't, that's because Dino didn't do maintenance. That <laughs> Dino's a slacker. I think he's Mexican. <laughs> So this is my wall of fun. <laughs> it's got all of my diapers that I wear all of the time, and they come in lots of really cute patterns, like nice. bunnies and. I do like it. I like a. I like a nice diaper spread. I see you in hell. Like you know, I like a nice. I like a range of diapers because, <clears throat> you know, today maybe you don't feel like bubble gum. Maybe today you feel like you know, My Little Pony. You need to be able to express yourself. I think that's the main thing here. And like I said, we're all about positivity on this program, ladies and gentlemen. We want you to be the best possible you that you can possibly be. This is your safe space. We hate hate and we love love. And I love a, light, a wide range of colourful diaper patterns. That's what I need. And I love the fact that she's embracing that because, you know, she's obviously a very outgoing, very creative person. Lots of different things. Over here, I've got some of my extra toys and gates. This cupboard is completely my baby wipe. It's very well organized, isn't it? You know, I think too many babies get into this habit of just throwing shit around their room. They don't take pride in their room. And I like to see this baby girl actually appreciates things being in their place. She's learnt, obviously, from a young age. Her parents have obviously done a fine job. It's my baby lotions and powders baby and lotions. cream. And up here, I've got lots of really fun toys and games and books that I like to read when I'm going night-night. How many books can you read when you're a baby? Because Robbie likes me to read to her. I wear diapers 24-7, and I do use both number one and two in my diapers. Yes. Because <laughs> that's all anybody wants to know, right? That's always the first thing you want to know. <laughs> Red Zeus in the chat. How old is she? 25. She's doing really well. I mean, you know, I do see the appeal of it. Don't get me wrong. Like, again, I'm not criticizing her. JJ Stoner in the chat. Still a smash book. I'm a dirty dude. I can take the smell. It's like animal magnetism. It's the call of the wild. <laughs> you know, cavemen didn't wash and they were fucking. The musk, the, the, the raw musk of excrement. We used to be attracted to that. It's only the social construct of modern society that tells us things like feces isn't attractive, right? We all know this to be true. So, you know, I get the appeal of not having to go to the toilet. I mean, you know, there's been times, man, where I'm like, I wish I could just sit here and shit. It's a real pain to have to get up and go all the way to the bathroom. Sit on that toilet. I wish I could just pump it out right now. The babies have got it made. The beautiful babies. I want to be a baby again, says Red Zeus. I agree. Look how happy she is. <laughs> See, we we were, you know, we're, we're here, we're talking about what's going on in the world and governments around the world want to track our mobile phones to see if we're spreading fucking coronavirus. 
The police in my town want to charge, they want to fine you $1,000 if you leave your home. Like, shit's getting real. She's not, she doesn't care about any of this. She doesn't care. She, she's a very happy girl. She's a happy baby girl. Maybe we could learn something from her. Maybe if we all go back to like an infant form of ourselves, then all of a sudden questions about, you know, the economy, coronavirus and the police state won't be that big of a deal anymore. We could replace the news with reruns of Barney. Probably make the world a better place. We'll just let we'll let the people in control stay in control and they can protect us in our house. They can deliver the diapers to us. For the guys who don't want to accept this reality, well, we can always fill your room with we can always fill your house with sex dolls. That'll keep you occupied. What's the problem? Why not? Why not? At this point. Um, because it's just a part of my lifestyle. It makes me feel like I'm more of a real baby. This is one of my diapers. Oh yeah, JJ says, I'll say this, she does live streams and she's pretty good at being a good egg. Don't worry, I've got one keyed up. I've got I've got the next video ready to go. <laughs> I just thought I'd introduce you to her first before we get to the live stream. Um, they are made for adult babies specifically, adult baby. so they've got lots of cute patterns on them. You'll see. If the hell was that? Got lots of different types, and they're built just like baby diapers, only in adult sizes. I really like diapers just because they make me feel really safe and secure and little. Um, they're really comfortable and I like whenever they get warm, wet and squishy. It's ah, yeah, I like it when they get warm and squishy. I like a full diaper. It's not sexual for me. It can be sexual for a lot of people, but for me personally, being my lifestyle 24-7, it's not sexual. I just really enjoy it. I like to fluff my diapers up before I wear them. Okay. For me, it's not sexual. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are you comfortable with the fact that for like 90% of the people watching it, for us included, that it is? <laughs> At least on some level. It's not sexual, guys. It's not sexual. So she's quite the talent. She does live streams. She does live streams, Q&As. She does live streams and Q&As. She takes super chats. She's an online personality. She has a following. She's a, she's an, I guess she's an e-thought. She's an e-tot. <laughs> she's a toddler e-thought. Monica says, I think she's lying. <laughs> She's going to be cute when she grows up. Big game does. Would you like to see some of Baby Girl's live streaming? Would you like to see how she makes a, makes a mini, uh, makes her money, makes a living? Would you like to see her career? <laughs> I'm, fucking, I'm very jealous of this woman. I wish I could do it. Who says I can't? We're gonna be we're gonna be making some changes around here on this program. It's time to make some changes. It's time for a new, new. It's gonna be the baby. It's gonna be the baby boogie bumper, daily bumper baby. That's what that's the new program from Monday next week. Boogie bumper baby, and the baby bumper, the daily baby. 
All right, let's have a look. Let's see. Let's see how she. Let's see how she does. Let's see how she rolls. Sorry. Sorry, I'm knocking stuff over you guys. I didn't mean to. She raids the chat. Here. Um. I like moved the box, but I still don't know how to get it open. Mm, boxes can be tough. You just gotta rip it on. Just gotta rip it open. <laughs> I like the boxes. My boxes are tough though. I like the box. The box is pretty. I just don't know, you know, how to get it open. Daddy, Daddy, can you open the box for me, please? See, I'm already doing it. I'm already slipping in. See? See how it's worked? We're just going to slowly over the next few days, just slowly transition. We're not going to do like one of those hard transitions. You know, like when a radio station goes from rock to classical music like just all of a sudden snap on a monday oh we're just a classical we're just a classical music radio station now sorry about that guys everything changes no we're not going to do that we're going to slowly blend in the baby references over the next few days maybe over the next few weeks and then you'll wake up one day and i'll be doing shit like this and you won't have you wouldn't have even noticed the difference it's going to be so seamless the transition that <laughs> that i'm just going to be sitting here one day in a diaper sucking on a bottle Trying to open a toy, going, oh, I did a poopy in my pants. And you're going to be like, this fuck, I've been watching Boogie for years. This is the best content he's ever done. <laughs> you will say this and you won't even know why. You'll be like, I don't know what he's, has he changed the set? Oh, I know what it is. It's different intro music, isn't it? Oh, look, I love this part. I love this part when he wheezes on the rug. And then has to go around and try and clean it up. I love this part when he climbs out of his crib. This is my favorite part of the Daily Boogie. I, I, I think, but the the different intro music. I noticed that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Charlie is really really cute, and he's really really sweet. But he like gets into everything because he's only a baby. Mm. Um, that's not an appropriate question, Peter Cunningham. <laughs> What did Peter Cunningham ask? <laughs> what did he ask? Where is he? I bet I bet there's a whole bunch of inappropriate questions going on in the replay, in the chat. Show me Peter Cunningham. Where are you, Pete? <laughs> they probably removed it. Come on. Oh, where's the chat replay now? Come on. Show me Peter. Oh, we don't get to see what Peter Cunningham asked. Yeah, I noticed that too, um, Lou. I like my little friends. I have a few of them. Uh, I like the ABU bunny hops. Yeah, if you look through my channel, I did a review on them. A review? Baby reviews? Um, I don't... That's, I don't a, that's, a, that's actually something that we need, I think. I, I don't want to see an adult review a baby product. What the fuck can you know about it? What the hell can you teach me about this baby product? Like if an adult's there with a baby product, like some kind of baby toy or some kind of baby food or a diaper or whatever it is, and they're talking about, well, it's really good, it's really comfortable. How the fuck would you know? I want to, I want to hear from the baby. What does the baby think? <laughs> Don't speak on the baby's behalf. She could do her own fucking reviews. So finally, we have a baby on YouTube that does reviews of baby things. It's about time. Don't have She's a genius. Saw a gap in the market and filled it like a pure entrepreneur. Um. Oh yeah, I have a new Rabbi. She's grey, and I really like her. Nice. Charlie, Charlie. 
Okay, now we got the chat back. Caregiver is non-sexual, right? Where did you get your cot? Where's there's Peter Cunningham? I'd be your daddy. That's what he said. <laughs> Pete, oh Pete, you dog. I'd be your daddy. I'll be your daddy, baby girl. <laughs> that Peter Cunningham, that comment is not appropriate, okay? Daddy. Charlie keeps trying to get in my way. I'm Stay out of the way, Charlie. Naughty dog. No, I don't have a changing table. Um, just because I thought about it. Like, I thought about it really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And in the end, because I live in my nursery, I really just kind of um, change wherever. So, changing table doesn't really... <laughs> I, I have to catch I have to catch the next live stream because I imagine ninety percent of the comments are probably about diaper issues. Do you get a rash? How often do you change? Do you change on the table? <laughs> do you pee in the diaper? Do you poop in the diaper? <laughs> probably eighty ninety percent of the questions are probably diaper related in some way, shape or form. <laughs> does, do you wipe yourself or does somebody else wipe you? Patience, right. Is this the same chick from before? No, this is a new baby girl. We've found a new one. And she's she's better than the last one. Do you powder? Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, like, it's not something I really actually see myself using. Um, Cheaper, affordable ABDL products. Whoa, 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 uh, whoa. This baby sounds like she's got a little bit of market experience. Uh, Shopping tips from baby girl. Um, if you're looking for cheaper or more affordable ABDL products, North Shore is a really good company. Um, they have like... Give me, give me, giving you, giving you consumer advice. <laughs> Hi, my name's Paigey and I live as a baby 24-7 and I'm 25 years old. Sometimes Charlie tries to get in my room when I do a live stream and then he gets in front of the camera and he makes it really funny. Because sometimes he knocks all the stuff over. You know, I have a new toy, but it's really hard to get the box open. That's my new teddy bear over there. He's gray. I really love him. He's one of my new favorites. I was going to get a changing table, but, you know, I kind of, I just live in my nursery, so there's no really need for it. I just (laughs) trying to change wherever. (laughs) And I love to play with my toys. Oh, yes. Well, if you're looking for the new ADSL products, uh, North Northcom is a very good company. They've been doing some amazing things in uh, USB technology. And then I like to play with my toys and like to roll around on the floor in the rug and to keep it soft. I have lots of nice diapers. I have little mushrooms on one, and this one has a little pony. Well, yes, actually, if you're shopping for some baby food... Go and get yourself some Pagey Baby Girl branded baby food. Just use the coupon code in the link below. Get 25% off your next purchase. <laughs> I'm telling you, she's a fucking genius. Like medical incontinence products, but they do have some ADDL stuff. And they're more on the affordable side Good. while still Good. keeping like a decent quality. Yeah, got to have quality. Um, Quality's important. I'm all about the quality. Somebody just asked me what I do for employment. Uh, <laughs> so I went... To college for computer programming. So I wrote huh? computer code for a while.
Learn to code. <laughs> Learn to code. She is a coder. <laughs> you know what? She probably fucking went to university and learned to code. She probably developed some fucking software company and sold it for millions of dollars. And then what are you going to do with all your money? I don't know. Roll around on the floor and shit myself. <laughs> what are you going to do with your $50 million? I'm going to roll around on the floor, shit myself and play with baby stuff. <laughs> and then film it. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> no more work for you. And it's it's good. I'm good at it, but at it, it like makes me use my adult brain, and I don't love that. So after a while, I <laughs> she obviously doesn't know many IT people if she thinks she has to use her adult brain in IT. <laughs> no, they talk about My Little Pony and cartoons all the time. You'll fucking fit right in. I, I was. 24-7 ABDL for probably six months mm -hmm. before I started my YouTube channel and before I like openly came out on social media as like, hey, I'm a baby. I'm a baby. Um, and I just like received a lot of support for that. And I started a page. Henry St. George Tucker Bumper, who is a coder, says live in the dream. <laughs> and I started my own We are so ready for AI, Lizzie the chat. And... Because I was able to open that website, I'm now able to stay in my nursery 24-7. Yay! Um, which is really, really awesome. So I Fucking quarantining means nothing to this woman. She's, she's, she's a coder. She opened a coding website. She has to use her adult brain, though, and she doesn't like to use her adult brain. She doesn't like using her adult brain. But she does get to live in her nursery 24-7. She just has toys delivered. She doesn't even have to go to the bathroom. She just craps herself wherever she is. She does pee-pees and poo-poos wherever she is. She doesn't have to leave. She is the model citizen for 2021, ladies and gentlemen. This is our future. This is where we are headed. If you came in late, ladies and gentlemen, I would urge you to go back and watch the replay once we're done here. See some of the shit that we were talking about. Police finding people for walking out on the street. That's happening now. Drones are going to be brought in and flying over California to chase people back into their homes. Police in certain jurisdictions are going to throw you... One jurisdiction in Texas is going to throw you in prison for 180 days if you break the social distancing guidelines. And if that wasn't enough... Um, all of our governments, whether it's in the Australia, the UK, the United States, are already putting into place uh, a system of mobile phone tracking, which has been used in China during this coronavirus outbreak, to track the whereabouts and the movements of people who have coronavirus and anybody they come in co into contact with. So the authorities can get a nice little alert and scoop you up off the street before you infect anybody because, hey, it's about saving lives. So, with that in mind, we end up here <laughs> with Paigey the baby girl, who's living the dream. She works from home. She lives in her nursery 24-7. Anything she needs gets delivered to her home. She gets to go on YouTube, play with toys, and shit herself. This is all of us. 
we are all pagey baby girl, ladies and gentlemen. This is the future coming to you any day now. So you will take that black pill and you will like it. Otherwise, I'm going to send you to the naughty corner and you're not going to get any ice cream and you're not going to be allowed to play with your toys. You will take the black pill and you will love it. Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of tonight's edition of The Daily Boogie. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to everybody who contributed on DLive, dlive.tv slash boogiebumper. Don't forget to follow uh, follow our friends at RealPersonPLTCS, at ChrisMC44, at YCensored, at UKNeil, at WinningTV. Don't forget also JJ Stoner, ladies and gentlemen, uh, who you can follow at dlive.tv slash JJ Stoner. Irrational Times, ladies and gentlemen, also on DLive. Joy of Pessy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Nightwave Radio later on tonight, I think, I hope, if Nightwave's going to be on. I'm not sure because he doesn't normally do Wednesdays, but if he is, I'll be checking it out. And then I think JJ's back tomorrow. I think you're going on again tomorrow, JJ. Hopefully you are. So do please, if you could, follow all of our friends. Uh, also, Rusty in the chat, Iceman4433. Follow everyone. Uh, if you'd like to become a supporter of the show, ladies and gentlemen, dlive.tv, dlive, patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you would like me to roll around in a diaper on the floor during my next live stream and shit myself for donations, then you can urge me to do so by following me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, stay calm, stay rational. God bless. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.